Welcome to the Calvary Chapel South Bay Sermon Podcast. We are a large, multi-ethnic, multi-generational church in Los Angeles, California, and we'd love to have you visit us for a service if you're in the L.A. area. Visit ccsouthbay.org to learn more about us and to find out service times. If you have any questions, shoot us an email at hello at ccsouthbay.org. Enjoy today's sermon, and we hope to see you at church soon. We're going to be in a couple of areas of Scripture. Would you turn your Bible to Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, as well as Genesis chapter 50. Romans chapter 8, as well as Genesis chapter 50. Once again, those areas of Scripture, Romans chapter 8, Genesis chapter 50. We're going to understand today what it means that nothing can separate us, help me kids, from the love of... Oh, I didn't hear you. Nothing can separate us from the love of... Now, some of you are new here and you're going, what kind of church did I come to? We're strange. Welcome. This is VBS Sunday and we're celebrating our kids and we're learning from our kids and learning what our kids learned this particular week. It's Romans chapter 8, verse 28. You'll see it. You know the scripture well, and we know that all things work together. Listen to his testimony. We know. It's a matter of fact. It's not up for debate. Paul has watched in his life this next statement over and over and over again. And we, the church, has watched this over and over again. This is a confident statement. It should go on a plaque or on your refrigerator. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. God has proven himself over and over and over again that he's working everything for our good. When we look at scripture and we see the life of Moses and Joseph, and Caleb, and Jonah, we begin to see that every trial or tribulation, no matter what suffering they went through, problem, that God was working it towards their good. In fact, when we look back on our own lives, we're going to see that everything that God was doing or allowing in our lives, he was doing it for our good, Paul. He is so convinced of this truth. Will you go down a few verses to Romans chapter 8, verse 38? He says this, For I am persuaded, I'm convinced, it's matter of fact, that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Help me, help me, VBS, from the love of which is in Christ Jesus our Look who can memorize Scripture. I'm so proud of you guys. Now, when we read this in a church setting, well, of course it's true. Nothing's going to separate us from the love of God. The problem is when the test and the trials of life come. And we're at the height of an anxiety attack. Or we're in the depths of despair. Or maybe we're in the fear of the unknown, the fear of our future, or the anguish of the unknown. Our faith gets put to the test. Is this really true? Does your promise hold in this situation that you really will work this for good? 
Well, our faith is to the test, not God's. He's not up in heaven going, what am I going to do? I didn't realize this problem was going to happen. I didn't know this situation was going to come into effect. No, 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 that's not God. Because nothing overwhelms him. Nothing worries him. Nothing is too wide or too scary or too big or too deep or too high high for him to fulfill his promise that all things work together for good. Help me, kids, because nothing will separate us from the love of God. Wow. Nothing will separate us from the love of God. And so let's take a look at some of our characters of Scripture to see the truth of this. You see, nothing is too wide for God. Have you ever been in a circumstance or a situation where you see no light at the end of a tunnel? Have you ever been in a circumstance or a situation where you just can't see the other side? Well, Moses was there. Do you remember? All right, kids. He looked across the Red Sea. Let me see you looking. Let me see you looking. Can you see to the other side? No, it's too wide, but nothing is too wide for Good job. So Moses, he looked at the Red Sea and he didn't see how he could cross. And then he looked behind them and he saw the Egyptians and they wanted to hurt him. Everyone said, oh no. Why is it that I only hear the kids? Some of you are sitting there going, we're going to let you look like a big dummy on stage by yourself. (laughs) The Egyptians are behind us. Oh, no. Thank you, Pastor Dennis and Pastor Gannon, for your support. And he looked in front of him, and it was so wide. But nothing's too wide. And so God told Moses, Moses... Go out to that Red Sea and lift your staff over the sea. Now imagine you're Moses hearing this for the first time. You want me to go put my stick over the water and that's all you want me to do? God, we got Egyptians behind us. We've got the Red Sea in front of us. We Oh, beautiful. And I think we think that Moses thought that he knew what was going to happen. But Moses obeyed God despite the way that he felt. And he lifted up his uh, uh, rod. And let me show you what happened. All right, all my kids stand up. All my VBS kids stand up. Okay, you be the wall of water. All right, so everyone face this way to the center. Everyone face this way. Lift your hands up and you be the wall of water. And the Bible says that a wind blew through the, a wind blew through and the, parted the waters and there was a wall of water on every side and the children of Israel crossed to the other side on dry ground. Everybody go, yeah! Let me tell you why. All right, kids, you can have your seat. Good job. Nothing is too wide for God. Though you can't see the end of the tunnel or even light at the end of the tunnel, he will be true to his word. All things work together for good to those who love God. Let me tell you something else. Now I'm 51. I've got to get back up on the stage, so bear with me. 
Last year, I was able to jump up here. This year, a little bit different. (laughs) Nothing is too scary for God. Can you imagine Joseph? He was the most favorite child of his dad. So much so that Joseph got a coat of many colors. He had the best food. He had the best tent. And all of a sudden, he goes to visit his brothers. And guess what his brothers did? They threw him in a scary pit. He was afraid. He looked up and he was crying for his brothers to rescue him, but they wouldn't do it. And they took his coat off and they threw it on the ground and threw him into the pit. Now, you guys know I've got nine kids. I used to do VBS for my family at my house and we filled the house, just our kids. If they invited friends, we had to rent someplace, okay? So we, was one time we were up in North Carolina for summer and we decided to hike up this mountain and as we were going, Timon was my youngest, well he was probably about four or five years old and as we're going up this mountain, he decides to jump over this little ravine but he didn't make it. He fell about 10 feet down. He was afraid. He was crying. And all I could hear him crying and all this commotion. So I run to where he was because he was ahead of me. And when I got there, let me tell you what I saw. I saw eight brothers and sisters pointing their finger and laughing hysterically at their little brother in this pit. I looked at them and I go, you are no different than the other sons of Jacob. And I rescued my, fa- I mean my child from <laughs> this pit. <laughs> Whoops. He's the baby. But Joseph was afraid. Then he gets into Egypt and Potiphar's wife falsely accused him and he got thrown into jail and he was forgotten in jail. He was afraid. Hey gang. Do you know that things are going to happen in your life that will make you afraid? But I want to give you a promise. God works all things for good. You see, Joseph was afraid, but God was building his character. Joseph was worried. Joseph was filled with anxiety. Joseph was afraid in that pit. He was afraid when he was in Egypt. He was afraid when he was in jail. But what God was doing was making him the prince of Egypt. You see, God is using those very circumstances in our life to make us the person that he wants us to be. So much so. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 50. Look what Joseph said. Scaredy cat Joseph. Now he's the prince of Egypt. Egypt, and look what he says to his brothers. Joseph said to them, Genesis chapter 50, verse 19, do not be afraid, he said to his brothers, for I am in the, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, you meant evil against me. You purposed to make me afraid, but God meant it for, I didn't hear you. Remember, we're learning from children today, but God meant it for? Now, those of you here for the first time, you're really never coming back. God meant it for good. You see, from our perspective, things may seem bad, but God is working something good. I need to tell you something. 
There's nothing too big for God. All right, I need some VBS kids. Could you come up front? I need some volunteers. Anyone, you can come. Come on up. Come on up. Let me see some volunteers. Let me see some volunteers. There you go. Come on, guys. Let me see some volunteers. All right. Come over here. No, no, no. Right here. Right here. Right here. Right here in front of me. Right here in front of me. Oh, there we go. Come on. They want to take over the stage. My job is in jeopardy. (laughs) Hi. How are you? All right. Okay. Now, nothing is too big for Oh, come on. you got to set an example. Nothing is too big for... Well, let me tell you a story. You heard this story before. And let's see. Okay. Are you ready, Nessa? All right. You're going to be Caleb again. All right. You guys are going to be the children of Israel. And I'm going to be the big scary giants in the land. Okay. So... Ready, children of Israel? I'm going to come in. I'm going to go, I'm a big, scary giant. I'm very big. And you guys go, ah! Okay, here we go. Ready? 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 Here we go. No, not yet. Okay. Okay, here we go. You got it. You're Caleb. You know what to do. Okay, okay. Ready? I'm a big, scary giant. Wow, much better than the nine o'clock. Much better. All right, let's do it again. One more time. I'm a big, scary giant. How many of you act like that? No. Be honest with yourself. When you face financial worries and woes, something at work, or something at home with your family, I'm a big, scary giant. Oh, you never act like that. Okay, Caleb are, you, Caleb, are you ready? You ready? Okay. Now, you guys be quiet. I'm a big, scary giant. Giant. My I'm... God is bigger than you! Whoa! I'm a big, scary giant! My God is bigger than you! Whoa! I'm a big, scary giant. Let's give it up for our kids. You guys can go to your seat. Good job, buddy. Good job. Do you know that nothing is too big for God? That no financial problem is too big for God. No relationship issue is too big for God. No family situation is too big for God. No work problem is too big for God. He will work all things together for good. Let me tell you something else. There's nothing too deep for God. Because I know some of you have fallen to a depth of despair. But none of you have gotten as low as Jonah. Jonah. In fact, Jonah was so low When he looked up from the bottom of the Mediterranean, he was still looking at the bottom of the earth. Jonah had fallen into the depths of despair. He ran from God. He was drowning inside. But God works all things together for good. You see, Jonah, he decided to run from God, and he went on a boat, and a storm came. All right. 
Okay, kids, we're going to teach our parents about the storm. So everyone, kids, you've got to set the example, okay? We're going to do a storm right here in Calvary Chapel, South Bay. Now, parents, please follow along. Show your kids that you can be obedient and set an example. All right, hands together. Everyone, hands together, hands together. All right, perfect. Now rub them together. Shh. Okay, just follow my example. Follow my example. Okay, now. Okay, good job. You're doing good. Kids, set an example. There you go. Okay, now. Okay, now. Now. You guys are such great learners. So here's what we're going to do. We are about to go into Jonah's storm. He's out on the ocean, and he begins to hear this. Now, when I point to you and I give you the motion, I want you to do it. Don't do it until I point to you, and then continue to do it until I give you a different direction. We're going to start over here. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? Jake, don't start yet. I haven't started. Okay. Are you ready? Ready? And they threw him over the boat. <laughs> Can you imagine? In all of their wisdom, they thought the best thing to do was throw me over. Now, I don't know if you've ever been on a storm. I'm from the islands. I don't know if you've ever been in the water on a storm. It's terrifying. Much less thrown in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. Now imagine a big fish swimming around you and about to swallow you. Now go with me as the mouth opens and there you are, little minuscule Jonah, and you get swallowed. Jonah thought there was no hope. But nothing will separate us from the love of God. In the midst of no hope circumstances, God steps in and says, I work all things for good. And where Jonah was running away from God, God was using Jonah's problem to get him back on track. And sometimes we face our issues because God is simply working something for our good. Let me tell you something. There is no problem. There is no addiction. There is no situation that you will face of which is too deep for God to reach down and pull you out of it. I want to close with this because there's nothing too High four. All right, all my kids, stand up. All my kids, stand up. Let me see you. All right, everyone look up at the ceiling. Look up at the ceiling. Everyone look up there. Look up. Okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to reach your hands up, and I want you to touch that ceiling. We're going to jump. Ready? One, two, three. What happened? Why are you disappointing me? You were supposed to reach the ceiling. Okay, maybe you're not close enough. All right, everyone Stand on the seat. 
Okay, parents, just go with it for just a minute. Just a minute. Okay, all the kids stand on the seat. Now, we're not going to jump, okay, because that would not be safe. Okay? All we're going to do is we're going to reach up and we're going to try to touch the ceiling. Someone try to touch it. Can you touch it? No, it's too high. Everybody go, oh. Okay, now sit in your seat. Quickly, quickly, quickly. It's too high. You see, God knew something. Heaven was too high for us. There was no way for any one of us to get to heaven. It was too high. But let me tell you something. There's nothing too high for God. So you know what Jesus did? He jumped out of heaven onto earth. And the Bible says that he walked amongst us, setting an example for each and every one of us. The Bible said he lives a sinless life. He did nothing wrong. See, the qualification to go to heaven is that you're perfect. But the problem is, none of you are perfect. Amen? Amen. And so none of us could get to heaven. So Jesus came and he lived the perfect life. Can you imagine Mary and Joseph raising the perfect child? Mary, you shouldn't be doing this. I mean, just imagine Jesus raising Mary and Joseph, right? And Jesus not only lived amongst us, You see, there's a price and there's a penalty for our sin. You know, we we send our kids to time out. It's punishment. But the time out that God put on us was too much. And so Jesus, he came not only and lived a perfect life, he died for us on the cross. And you know what the Bible says? They stretched out his hands. You know why they stretched out his hands? Because God wanted everyone in the world to know that he wants to give you a big hug and his arms are open wide. But he didn't stay dead. You see, the Bible says that on the third day, he rose from the grave. All right, kids, this is where our big finale comes in, okay? We're going to sit down and then we're going to jump up and we're going to scream resurrection. Ready? On the count of three. One, Two, three. Okay, we got to do that one more time. All right, ready? Here we go. One, two, three, resurrect. He rose from the grave. And let me tell you something. Because he rose from the grave, he conquered death. And that means that he's the only one that can offer you life. Let me tell you why. There's nothing too high for God. And nothing will separate you from his love. And God so loved you and you and you and you and you and you that he gave his only son that whoever would believe. So church, this is where you start praying. Because I know there's kids here that brought their moms and dads to hear something that they heard this week. We had over 400 kids at VBS and a couple of hundred of them gave their life to Jesus.
And they invited their moms and dads today. And family, listen to me. Today's the day you turn your family around. There's no problem you're facing that is too deep he can't reach in and grab. There's no problem too high that he can't reach from heaven and touch you. There's no problem too wide, even though you think there's no hope. There's no problem too big. At the nine o'clock service, kids were lifting their moms and dads' hands and bringing them forward. It was one of the most beautiful things you've ever seen. This one precious girl, she ripped her mother out of the aisle and she was pulling her down the aisle. And her mom wept and broke and gave her life to Jesus. You've tried every other way. But today is the day to commit you and your whole family to God. Maybe it's your first time. Maybe you're realizing that you need to come to Christ to turn this around because you've tried every other thing. Maybe you're a believer and it's time for you to turn your family around. And that begins with a step of faith. So what's happening right now is Christians are praying. Kids, this is when you kind of gently elbow your mom and dad and say, this is why I want you to come. You got to know Jesus. And I'm going to ask Pastor Pat if he would join me here at the podium. And here's what we're going to do. If today you want to make a decision, mom and dad, VBS student, whoever is in this auditorium, to wholly follow the Lord your God and you learn today I need to come as a child when Jesus called that child that child came would you come forward like that child and know for certain that you're going to heaven and know for certain that you're making a commitment to go God's way and as this song sings and the first note begins you get up out of your seat and make a commitment to God that commitment the Bible says you can go to heaven but that commitment you can bring a little piece of heaven today into your family so as we sing and pray you get up out of your seat and you come forward and you give your life to Jesus turn your life around turn your family around Pastor Pat will meet you here up front the church is praying for you you come. Amen. Thanks for listening, and we hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you have any questions or just want to check us out, make sure to visit us at ccsouthbay.org. God bless you guys, and we'll see you next week.